You're listening to What the Dev, the weekly podcast of SD Times. And now, here's Jacob Lukowitz, online and social media editor at SD Times. Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast episode. Today, we're going to be talking about the importance of prioritizing mental health awareness in developer and open source communities. With me today is Joseph Pratt, an open source engineering manager at cloud technology company Avon. Joseph also heads heads up Avon's open source program office. Welcome to the show, Joseph, and thank you for coming on. Thank you very much for your introduction, Jakob, and happy to be in here. Great. Pleasure to have you here. So to start off, a recent survey from Avon found that out of 200 developers that were surveyed in the industry, 45% were feeling unsupported at their respective organizations. Can you tell me a bit about the survey and why so many developers might be sharing that sentiment? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So we surveyed 200 developers. So it's not a small size of developers. So it, I think the results might be quite valid in, 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 the biggest, in the bigger picture. So we, out of those ones, 91% said that open source was in their future. So they, they wanted to be involved in open source. And, and that we will talk probably afterwards about the open source communities. But uh, there is a general, it's, I think it's a general problem in our industry, on in the developer industry, that we are starting to feel that our mental health needs to be taken more seriously because we were probably taking them too lightly before. And 45 people, kind of 45% of these people agreed with that sentence. They basically said that they lacked support in that. So one of the things that we at Ivan try to do as well is try to make sure that our developers do not fill into this category of these 45% of people who were lacking support. And yeah, we can go away. We can go on different uh, motivations why people might feel this way, or uh, you can we can just ask. Or can you ask another question as you wish? Or... Yeah. Okay. Um, so, are there more specific areas where developers and open source developers are feeling unsupported? Uh, is it unsupported in the sense that their voice concerns aren't being met? Yeah, there is a lot of things that happen on the open source space. And one of the main problems on the open source space is that many of the work that it's being done there, it's in voluntary spaces. It's basically done on people's free time. Usually that comes like with the best of intentions from developers. They really try to do their best and offer the best service they can. But sometimes they're not met with the same kind of expectations from the other side. And they try to push them, push the boundaries from, from the other side and they try to demand things and that leads easily to burnout and really quickly. So developers that maintain open source projects usually feel that people that do not help them in any other way, either monetarily or by sharing their time or by supporting them, they uh, demand some changes to be done immediately, or they ask for uh, changes in the roadmap of the project that they are managing and, and kind of uh, deciding the future. So that all these things contribute to this lack of support and security as well. Mm-hmm. But then on a bigger, on a broader sense, it's also like even developers that do not work on open source also lack this support because sometimes many companies lack this perspective of putting mental health on a, on a first page and they just concentrate on we need to push more features, we need to deliver faster, we need to do all these things without taking, taking into consideration that people mental health also needs to be taken care of. 
Mm-hmm. And that's also what people were complaining about. Okay. Um, so you mentioned that there was a lack of support from the other side. So just to be clear, uh, when we're talking about developers that are maintaining uh, open source projects, what do you mean when you're referring to the other side? Yeah, so uh, it was probably a, a quite vague term. Uh, it basically, you, users of that library, for example, you might be a, a, a maintainer of a library, call it library X, and people use this library. So they go to, for example, GitHub, and they start creating issues for this library, which is the way to go, and it's a perfect fine thing to do. The problem is when people start demanding the maintainers to do things like, oh, I'm using this library, so for this reason, you should listen to me and you should do what I'm telling you to. And that creates a, a toxic relationship or it's, it tries to create this kind of toxic relationship. And most of the times that goes unchallenged and people, some maintainers do not know how to react into those things. And they end up being uh, sucked in this spiral of toxicity and, and they end up being burned out. Mm-hmm. I see. Have you found that this has always been an issue or um, does the 45% come up as like a a recent phenomenon, do you think? So I think the 45 might be a recent phenomenon because Mm -hmm. not so many people work in the open source space or not so many people are maintainers in the open source space. That that was a really old, well-known problem on the open source space, uh, absolutely. And that happened for a long, long, long time. And it continues to happen. Uh, I think now, due to the fact that people are now more online than before, due to the pandemic, for example, and now we are working more from home or we are more constantly online, we, we suddenly are lacking this uh, human interaction for many people. It's the first time they work fully remote for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's now that they realize that they, they suffer the same patterns and the same things that the open source communities were struggling for a long time. And I think parts of this 45% are these newly remote people, so to say, people that they were uh, forced, so to say, uh, to work from home now. And they are feeling a lack of support, a lack of understanding and a lack of security net around them. I see. I see. So it, it has, you've seen that it has been rising up from for organizational developers where this has also already been prominent in the open source community. Exactly. So I, I okay. think that was a, a known problem on the open source community, but raised, lately has been also raising within the, uh, let's call it enterprise developers or uh, com- company developers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so now moving onwards, can you tell me a bit more about the uh, the open source program office at Avon, which offers a safe, a safe place to contribute to the software community and collaborate with others? Absolutely. So first, let me tell a couple of words about what Ivan is, because then probably would make also make sense. So Ivan is a Finnish based company that offers databases as a service, and we put open source on the forefront. So everything that we offer as a managed service, which are databases, basically databases products, they are open source ones. So we go from Kafka, for example, OpenSearch, Postgres, and so on. And you can name those ones and we have a lot of more. So the founders believe in this open source and the uh, Ivan was created around these open source ideas and products. So the open source program office was created to also give back to these open source communities. And one of the missions of the open source team is to make sure that the communities are well um, 
well well supported by Ivan. So we share resources. So we have developers working full time and exclusively on upstream projects on, for example, Kafka, on, for example, Open Search, for example, on Postgres. And we need to make sure that the projects are helped with and they don't need to uh, have the burden of the maintenance only by themselves. And we can also help them in there. Great. Um, so what are some of the mes- methods that you're seeing so far that are very uh, effective in interacting with these open source community and kind of giving them those that support? Yeah. So one of the things that we try to do is uh, try and be there for helping them. So trying to pick things that usually people on volunteering bases do not really take. So people who work on on open source projects as a contributors usually do this thing, as I said, on their free time. And they usually pick things that they are probably challenging for them or interesting for them, or they found the bug that they need to be, they, they they want it fixed. What we do is try to offer the help where many people might not come around. So sometimes um, making sure the project is in good shape by cleaning up technical depth, sometimes by uh, trying to build features that they were long last um, for a long time requested, but nobody really wanted to work on those ones. So there is where we can just step in and try to offer that support and collaborating with the maintainers of the different projects to try to release some of their workload and also reviewing pull requests, for example, of other contributors. So at least there is some more eyes looking at the code. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you tell me a bit uh, about some of the open source projects that are seeing you know, the biggest prominence um, in terms of collaboration between the company and, and the open source community? Yeah, so for example, some of the big ones that we have, uh, I would name three of them. I would name Kafka, for example, Apache Kafka. I would name uh, Postgres, and I would name OpenSearch. OpenSearch is a clear, a nice example as well, because OpenSearch is the fork that started from Elasticsearch. Uh, Elasticsearch changed its license, and since then, uh, we there was a new fork created out of it, so it could stay completely, truly open source. And one of the things that Ivan is doing is offering all the support possible to make sure that this fork continues to be open source and truly uh, available for everyone. And we do that by either uh, contributing features and helping to have uh, open search at it's good up standard, but also helping maintaining all the libraries that are on the ecosystem of the open search. Okay, great. Uh, one of my last questions is, um, you know, moving forward, what are what are some other things that uh, that could that could really be you know used to draw down that that forty five percent number? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that I think every single manager, and I would say that's the best kind of role that could help. Uh, as a first line of defense to kind of reduce the number is, is communication. One of the best things It's like trying to create a safe channel and a safe space to communicate with that, uh, with those developers and create a trust, mutual trust. So people can talk about any single thing that crosses their minds or problems they might have on suffer. So that's the key thing that, that that's, a requirement, so to say. That's the baseline that we need to happen. These communication standards and have a good communication between developers and managers. After that, we need to make sure that developers have a purpose. 
So they need to work for things that matter for them. They need to have uh, an understanding and they need to see why all this work is. So what's the purpose of all this work? Why are they doing what they are doing? And that one, it's useless without security. So they need to understand that they can do these things and they can also do mistakes along the way. It doesn't, it's not the end of the world. It doesn't matter in that sense. People need to learn from their mistakes and it's safe to do them. So people need to be feel safe in that sense. They need to have this security. And if we combine these three things, a good communication purpose and security, then probably that would uh, reduce this number dramatically. Mm-hmm. And also another thing I want to mention is that many companies and many people tend to idealize this kind of superhero mentality and that probably should go away and we should try to work more in teams and try to share things and build things together. And mm-hmm. just by doing things together, probably we will come up with uh, better solutions instead of just what causes the mind of that superhero. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you for all of your great insight, Joseph. Is there anything else that you'd like to uh, add about the topic that you feel is important? I can say another thing about how what Ivan does to prevent uh, or, or to help on the mental health, if you want. Uh, Ivan partnered up with a company that's called Onti, which is basically a, a software that helps people and, and offers coaching to people, to developers, and also not developers, also any other kind of roles within an organization. Uh, so they can cope better with any problems that they might suffer during their uh, work-based uh, life or basically maybe during their life as well. So they, this ONTI, it's a network of different uh, either psychologists or social workers that can help people uh, reach or solve the problems they might encounter in their way. And companies need to learn to do things like that. They need to understand that uh, we need as a company, we need to make sure that people have safe spaces to work as well. And these and other ones are good things to try and to make sure that people can develop their full potential. Great, great. Yeah, and it's definitely a, an important topic that's that's only going to rise um, because now the, the prominence of workers working remotely, um, sort of like this this open source model that has been existing for a long time. Yeah, correctly. It's it's. I think I think we need to make sure that we uh, duplicate the successes, but we need to minimize the problems of this model. And, and there are a few, and we know them. So we just need to make sure that we don't copy this thing as well. Right. Right. Great. Well, it looks like that's all the time we have for today's show. And I want to thank you again, Joseph, for coming on. Thank you very much for having me. And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in today. Be sure to check out all of our weekly episodes on your favorite podcast listening platform. Till next time, this has been What the Dev. 